you're going to have stumbles and breaks and things of that nature. And there also is going to be self-doubt. And there's also going to be weaknesses around discipline and all the things that come along with Mm -hmm. starting and creating something. But can you outlast that feeling to get to a place where you start to find momentum, you start to find the energy and the focus that allows you to get something from here to there and it'd be amazing. Right. Welcome to the Push Podcast. Why push? Because a nudge is just too friendly. And friend, we're here to help you get your shit together. I'm Eddie. And I'm Janelle. And we're the Copelands. We've got three daughters, two businesses, a mortgage, and lots of responsibilities. So just like you, we're struggling to find that perfect balance of ambitious go-getter hustle while still staying present, loving our kids, and working on our relationship. (laughs) And doing the laundry, going to the grocery store. Oh, and don't forget being mindful. Yeah, all of the stuff. (laughs) So if you're juggling all the things, but you're also trying to get to the next level, guess what? You're in the right place. So get ready to be pushed. Hey guys, welcome back to the Push Podcast. I'm Janelle. And I'm Eddie. And this is episode number 54. Today, we're going to talk to you about starting a business. Mm -hmm. I think the key three ingredients and also the number one thing that holds people back from actually taking the plunge and diving into starting a business. (laughs) What's that one thing? That one thing. If we were to say it on three together without even discussing this. Yeah. One, two, three. Confidence. Confidence. Right. So people start a business from a lot of different places. They start it because they're good at something. They start it because maybe their friends and family egg them on. They start it because maybe you visited a bakery like mine and we gave you a quote on a cake and you thought that was ridiculous. So you decided to go out and buy a bunch of pans and a bunch of fondant and binge watch a bunch of YouTube videos and then make your own kids cake, right? Right, right. So one person at the party decided that cake was awesome and that you should start a business. And Mm -hmm. then you go out, you get business cards printed, and then you're officially in business. Right. Only problem is you don't know what you're doing. (laughs) You know maybe how to make cakes, right? So this is what I see, Um, especially creative entrepreneurs, particularly women, we will spend every waking moment trying to get better because we hide behind the lack of confidence, like, oh my God, my stuff's not good enough. It doesn't look like hers. I can't post it. And you hide behind all of this self-doubt and all of this fear of not being good enough. Right. Right? Yeah. And the fear of not being good enough, I mean, everybody's going to have that fear. We're all going to have the fear of being imposter syndrome or, or feeling like, hey, my talent is good locally with mm-hmm. my friends. Maybe they're being nice. But beyond that, I don't want anyone to see Not what I do. Yeah. yeah. And so can I just tell you something? You're supposed to suck. <laughs> like anytime you start yeah. something, you're supposed to suck. You're supposed to start at level one. You're supposed to be a beginner. And I think in this culture, in this time in 2020, people are so afraid to put something out there because they're afraid to suck. So yeah. then think of the alternative mindset then. So now you're like, okay, well, I, I think I suck. It's not that you suck. It's that you've never done this before. So right. you're not supposed to know how to do this. It's not supposed to come naturally. You're not going to like get your own cake show if you just started making cakes three days ago. Right. right. And, and part of it is because we live in a society of finished product, right? And so oftentimes we think that the reality is, is everyone that turned on their camera for social media, everyone that starts a business... They come out and it's refined. It's amazing. It's perfect. They had all the tools. They not know what knowing, they're doing. And, and this is an analogy, but not knowing that they went through 10 different clips to get that one video right. right. Not knowing that they struggled 
to create this business for themselves for so many years and you're just seeing the finished product. Right. And, and we went through that. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that I had a lot of self-doubt in the beginning because I knew that it was something new that I started and I knew that I wasn't on my third cake at the level of the cake boss right. or whatever I was watching. But I will say 10 years ago when we started, there wasn't a lot of social media. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have a lot of that comparison syndrome of not being good enough. Right. right. I just knew that this is something I enjoy. This is something I think I could get good at if I continue to practice and learn more, right? right? So I just put it out there. Yeah, and I think the big question is, is when you want to start something and you have a goal or an aspiration to accomplish something, I heard this quote a long time ago, can you outlast your old you to get to your new you, mm -hmm. right? Meaning that you're going to have stumbles and breaks and things of that nature. And there also is going to be self-doubt. And there's also going to be weaknesses around discipline and all the things that come along with mm -hmm. starting and creating something. But can you outlast that feeling to get to a place where you start to find momentum, you start to find the energy and the focus that allows you to get something from here to there and it'd be amazing. Right. And that time that's needed, that space that's needed, like that is required. And yet there's no way you're going to create is. a business overnight that's going to be successful. You can't skip without, the steps. Right. And then without the right information or without right. the right practice without and everything. Without the right experience. Absolutely. Without trying and failing. Like I remember the first time we ruined a cake. <laughs> that was a nightmare. Right. We cried for like a whole day. And without that experience, though, I would have never been equipped to know how to better structure my cakes, to know how to be able to create cakes in mass quantities when I later became a business owner of a brick and mortar bakery. So had I not gone through all those struggles and learned the hard way, I wouldn't have ever been prepared to operate a business at the level that we operated it, right? right. But so often now people want to skip these steps. And so back to if you're in the beginning stages and you're starting a business, I have to just ask you, beg you, plead with you, Stop being so afraid of sucking. Nobody mm. expects perfection. Nobody expects you to be great out of the gates. It's like an unrealistic expectation that you're putting on your shoulders, that you're carrying, that you don't have to. Yeah. Here's the key thing is like everyone wants to brand themselves and they want Siri is going to take <laughs> over the conversation. Everyone wants to come out and understand. Everybody understands brand, mm -hmm. right? And so now when people want to start businesses, they're thinking, well, I want to do it in a branded way. Mm -hmm. And then they use that as a force field to start. Not thinking about the fact that a brand is almost like a personality that has to evolve. It has to be developed. And it has to grow, right? So it's going to look a certain way as you continue to matriculate and get better and better and better mm -hmm. over time. Like that is part of the brand. Like right. every business that you see now if you go back to the origin states, they didn't look the same way. No. Starbucks sign in their logo didn't look like what right. it looks like today. Nike. It was an evolution. Right. Right. And even McDonald's right. has evolved their signs. Mm -hmm. and, and so and it's important that you understand is like when you're starting a business, it's about putting one foot in front of the other. It's not about perfection. Right. It's about that first sale. And then that first sale, learning from that, mm -hmm. increasing, improving, doing the next thing and then the next thing. Right. And then all before you know it. Now you've got a full-fledged business. Well, now you've got some momentum and now you still get to keep developing and implementing things that you're like, oh, I thought this was really good. So I invested in this. I went full force in this. I thought I was going to do this. But based on customer feedback, I got to pivot right. because that's what happened to the cake mamas. Like we wanted to only create cakes. We wanted to right. only make art. We wanted to only do over-the-top TV cakes because that's what we were inspired by. We were artists, right? 
And then when I opened in a community where people actually wanted to come in and get a treat after school, I had to say, oh shit, like customers want something different. They don't right. want to come in every day for a four or $500 cake. So I had to pivot and listen to the community. And that's when we started selling cupcakes. I never, ever wanted to be a cupcake bakery. That was never my intention. I never even sold cupcakes from home prior to opening the Cake Mamas. But right. it was something that I had to pay attention to and I had to pivot in order to properly serve my customers, right? Yeah, and I look at that as a, it, that's a really good example because many of you will start a business and based the business on what you want. what's based on what you want. Your customers will respond by what they want from you. And the key thing is, is that if this is a passion project, then you have to know that you may not be able to participate in that passion as much as right. you thought you were. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to risk the business by trying to maintain and saying, hey, no, I'm going to force the customers to go with what I'm passionate about. You're going to be out of business before you know it. Right. Right. So you're going to have to pivot in order to survive, in order to thrive in anything that you do, because like even with our podcast, like people tell we want to talk about something and people will tell us, oh, we want you guys to talk about that. And right. you go, really? You want us to talk about that? Yeah. You want us to talk about our marriage? Yeah. <laughs> like you don't want business advice. Right. And so it's one of those things where you have to listen and understand that like your audience, your customer is looking for something that you can provide mm -hmm. if you're willing to put past your ego of what you thought you were going to be mm -hmm. able to do. Yeah. Right. And so it's OK if you say to yourself, no, I really want this thing. But just know the two can't coexist mm -hmm. in a sense, unless you make something that is so amazing, so out of control. Great. That people are like, I got to have that. Mm -hmm. Then that's a lucky thing. Mm -hmm. Right. But. Just like the cakes, they, the cakes were over the top. They were amazing. But people were like, hey, every single day I can't order a, a, a $500 cake. Right. So yeah. give me a $3 cupcake. So if you are tuning in right now, we're doing something a little bit different on the Push podcast today. We are actually doing an Instagram live with some folks right now that are watching. So if you're listening to the Push podcast, you should head over and follow the Cake Mamas yeah. or Janelle Copeland or Cope with Eddie. If you are watching us on Instagram right now, you should go download the Push podcast and be a regular listener. We have new episodes that release every Tuesday. We talk about my five favorite F words, family, food, <laughs> fitness, being a founder mm -hmm. and faith, mm -hmm. right? And we believe that five of those things have to coexist in order for you to live a fulfilled life. So that's what we're talking oh, that's about. That's another today. F. Like this, like six F. Fulfillment. <laughs> you thought I was going to say a different F word. Yeah, because huh? you never know with her. Well, um, I mean, I do like that F word too. <laughs> However, today's topic, if you're listening right now on our live, we are going to give you right now the three key ingredients for starting a successful business. I'm going to tell you what they are quickly. And then we'll have a conversation about each one of them quickly, because really we want to talk about what holds you back from yep. these three things, yep. right? So the first thing you need to know, first key ingredient of starting a business is you need to know that sales are the most important thing. Selling sales your actual product. Pure all. Okay. <laughs> the reason why selling your shit is yeah. the most important thing is because if you don't learn how to sell your shit, you literally will make all this great stuff and you'll have no one to sell it to. Well, yeah. Period. Yeah. It, okay. <laughs> so number one is sales. You got to yep. be great at sales. Number two is marketing. Oh, yeah. If you're not marketing yourself, your business, trying to prospect, trying to find new people to go back to number one to sell to, right. then you don't have a business. You don't. You won't have a business. You will have no money coming in. 
and you'll be sad and upset and you'll convince yourself that no one wants your shit. Yeah. And these days, marketing is about distracting people from what they're distracted by. Okay. (laughs) So that's number two. We've got sales, number one ingredient. Marketing is number two. The third key ingredient is then perfecting your craft, Mm -hmm. getting better at what you actually do. The issue is, is in my industry, the cake industry, the creative industry, we spend all of our time getting better at perfecting our craft. Yeah, We think that we can't ship something out into the world. We can't start a project. We can't start a business. We can't share it with the world on social media. If I'm a beginner at level one, stage one, I can't put it out there until I get better. So then you spend all of your time perfecting your craft, watching all the YouTube videos, paying for all the classes, attending all of the things so that you get better, whether it's at making caramel apples, photography, whatever it is that you do, you spend all of your time getting better. Meanwhile, you've got no exposure, Mm -hmm. no access to new people. You've got no one who knows who the hell you are. So then what happens is after you get really good at that thing, now you've maybe built up a little bit of confidence to share it with the world. And then guess what? You cry because you think no one's listening Yeah. because your ass missed the other two steps. Yep. So again, back to step one. The first step is you've got to sell something. Yeah. So when I started the business from home, I was playing with fondant. We were making cakes for your aunt Shirley. It was her birthday. I made one cake. And then someone said, that's a really good cake. You should sell that. Okay, do you want to buy it? <laughs> and that was my first sale, right. $40. And that, Which wasn't enough to cover the, anything. The, the confidence. But it was, wait, I needed to take some money from you in order to go buy some ingredients, in order to invest something that you're giving me so that I could perfect my craft, so that I could get better, so that right. I could have a sale, so that it would be a good investment of my time. Yeah. And in order for it to be a business, you have to be able to ask for that sale. You have to be able to present one-on-one to people to create a trade, right? And here's the thing. Sales is so important. All you're doing in that situation is you're saying that the value of which I create is more valuable than the money that's in your pocket. And I have to find a way to get you to see that, right? And let me just say this. For those people who don't own a business, if you're listening to the Push Podcast and go, I don't own a business, this still is required to be a successful individual, mm-hmm. right? The ability to sell yourself, the ability mm-hmm. to put yourself out there and market yourself and the ability to perfect whatever it is that you need to perfect in your craft to get better. Mm-hmm. So this is universal law that we're talking about. <laughs> so my sister was sharing with me one of her friends. I think she's a nurse. Well, during the pandemic, she was getting bored. She was self-quarantined and she really likes rosé. So she started every like Wednesday at 5 p.m. just going live in her living room and doing a test. Here's the bottle I'm trying tonight. It's a quick three-minute video. She tastes it. She tells you if it's good. And all of her friends are like, oh, my God, I love this. I went out and bought that bottle. The thing that's so important about that is, again, that person doesn't own a business, but she could be creating an audience that wants to come along with her, right? right? right. So she doesn't even know it, but her being brave and just clicking you know, record on the camera is her actually selling something that she's doing. She's selling the fact that, hey, this is what I enjoy as a person. Right. And so you get to decide, oh, this is stupid. I either want to tune out or I want to follow her. I, I'm So I told her, you should... Like every week, do it at the same exact time, but tell people what you're going to be testing 
so that we can go buy that bottle, test it with you, and then maybe you bring people on live and have a live conversation, right? Yeah. So that's something like back to what you're saying. You don't have a business, but being brave enough to put yourself out there, you don't understand what opportunities that could bring you. So some rosé company could be like, hey, we want to partner with you. We think this is really cool. Can you come on and be a guest on our platform with 100,000 followers and talk about our rosé, Yeah, right? Could be anything. You can't name anything on this planet that doesn't require your ability to share like how you're valuable to something and Mm -hmm. how you're significant. There's nothing out there that you can't say that, hey, getting people to know who you are, building networks and relationships, marketing is not important. Right. And then perfecting, like there's nothing out there. So like this is, although we're talking about business, this is for your average person that says, hey, I want to advance in my career. Mm-hmm. I want to I want to do something different. Well, work on those three things, but specifically like Janelle just talked about when the person asked about the cake and she said, "Do you want to buy it?" Mm-hmm. right? That confidence and that ability to ask for something is the biggest part of sales because most of the time we just don't. Right. right? So, let me give you a little history behind why we're talking about this today. And my sister's probably going to be upset that I'm talking about her, but this is for you. You talk about everybody. So yesterday (laughs) I did a live at the Cake Mamas, right? Because we are in the process of making all of our recipes, refining, perfecting for the cookbook. And my sister, Jessica, is a photographer. And shout out to Sarah. She's also helping us with photography, too. So my sister is a nurse by trade. She's very good at what she does, but she loves photography. Mm -hmm. And so she particularly, a few years ago, she did a boudoir photo shoot, kind of risque. But what she learned in doing that photo shoot for this bride-to-be was that the bride was really insecure about her body, but she wanted to do something special for her husband. So long story short, you guys, my sister falls in love with boudoir photography. And it's her life's mission, her life's calling. She wants to work with women who are feeling insecure in their bodies but also who want to capture like this moment in time, you will never be 42 again with the body that you have today, right? Right. So capturing that is a magical thing, particularly for women, not necessarily for you, for our husbands, for our loved ones, but for us, Mm -hmm. right? And so it's a beautiful story of why she wants to do it. The issue is, is she's hiding behind her fears. And so I told her, why don't you just get on and explain your passion behind this? I think any of your friends would be willing to say, oh, my God, Jess, I want you to take pictures of me. I didn't ever think about how beautiful that is, right? You might just see some chick in a bra on Instagram and be judgy about her, but you don't know that she's had six kids. She's got crazy stretch marks on her stomach and maybe the only part of her body she feels good about is her boobs, right? And so anyways, I wanted my sister to get on and just do a live and just tell your friends, the people that follow you, the few hundred people that follow you, tell them your passion. And she said, oh God, no, I can't do that. I can't just get on a live. You know, I'd have to hire a videographer. I'd have to really script it and tell a good story. Like I can't tell a story without saying, um, I can't, you know, so there's all these I can'ts. And what I want to ask you, the listeners and the viewers is what can'ts are you hiding behind? Because that is really what's limiting you from 
like introducing yourself to the world or the little world that you know, which is the first step of a sale, yeah. right? Yeah. So I guarantee that if she flipped on the camera and just said, hey guys, it's Jess, I'm super nervous about this, but I wanna talk to you about something that I've been passionate for a really long time. Here's when it started. I you know, photographed this woman, her body, she was insecure mm -hmm. about it. She wound up loving the photos so much that she cried. And it brought me so much joy that I want to do this for other women now, right? right? If she just did that out of her 500 friends, I guarantee five of them would come forward and be like, I'm so inspired by that. I mm -hmm. want to do that too. Yeah. There's five freaking sales right there. <laughs> so that's step number one is just having a little bit of audacity and bravery to just announce. I'm only asking you to announce to your friends and family what you do, what you love, what you want to pursue, right. right? Step number two, which would be marketing, is I said, Jess, just send out an email to your friends that you have all of your previous clients from wedding photography and just say, hey, here's a new passion project I'm working on. I'd like to share it with you. Here's what's going to happen. And I would love for you to consider being a part of this. Here's why. It's inexpensive. It's mm -hmm. a way to capture moments in time. It's a way for you to feel beautiful. It's a way like whatever it is, right? right? So that's step number two is marketing it to the people you know, and then just simply asking them, who do you know that might benefit from this? Right. Who do you know that might be interested in this, right? Ask your key friends and family members, hey, you might not be ready to do this, but do you know anyone that's maybe going through a divorce that wants, you know, who's working on their revenge body, <laughs> who wants to take pictures. Yeah. So asking for the sale, marketing yourself, networking to use what you have right now. And I guarantee you will get the sales. Yeah. That is exactly how I started my can business just, from can home. I, can I just say that's that? You, you There's no other special ingredient. That's it. Asking for a sale, being brave enough to put it out there and then leveraging what you have right now. That's a big I had thing. less than 100 followers when I started the Cake Mamas. Mm -hmm. Today, fast forward 10 years later, we have 35,000 followers on Facebook, 63,000, I think, on Instagram. There's a lot. But I started from level zero right. with nothing, right? The first time I was able to do an Instagram live, was I nervous? Of course I was nervous. But guess what? What was more important is that I had bills to pay. What was more important is that I had employees checks that I had to write out. So if I didn't figure out a way to be brave and put out there for the community what I had worked so hard to build, I wouldn't be here 10 years later. So there's an element of bravery that is required in order for you to be successful in business. And that is what I wanna share today in this episode. And I think also too, it's important that you have a certain level of fear of leaving something behind on this planet. Like, you know, this is 2020. We've experienced some premature deaths that we would probably say people died too early. Right. And knowing that we hold ourselves back by these kind of superficial fears that we create in our own head that don't really exist and possibly putting ourselves in a situation that when we leave this planet, we leave so much on the table. Like yeah. we didn't do that thing and we have all of these regrets. There's very few regrets that happen when you take action, right? right? There's very few situations where you took positive action to get a positive reaction and then you regret it. Okay. No, because what happens is 
is that positive action leads to a reaction that's going to help you regardless. Right. Whether you fall on your mm -hmm. face, whether it didn't come out exactly how you want it, it suits you up and it prepares you for the next time right. you step up to the plate and you go full force. So if you do an Instagram live, if my sister, Jessica, she's Jessica photo, uh, Jessica, Jessica Ungai Tafa photography, what is her handle? Go follow <laughs> the boudoir project. That's my sister, Jessica. That's what we're talking about today. So if she took one step today and just did a live and said, hey, guys, this is what my passion is. This is what I want to do. The Boudoir Project is something that I'm going to really be dedicating my life and time to over the next year. I'd love for you to follow and share. People would respond. It takes one person to say, oh, my God, Jess, that was so brave of you to do that. I want to sign up or that was so brave of you to do that. I'm so inspired. I've also been working on this project and I was way too scared to do a live, but now I'm going to take action. It takes one person to compliment you in order for you to say, I got this. Oh my God, that was so worth it. Right. And then you show up the next time and then you get better and then you get better and better and better and it builds. So here's what's holding her back. She literally told me, she said, I get what you're saying. I see the importance, but I have to do things on my terms. Like I have to do it on my time. I have to do it when I'm ready. I have to do it my way. And here's what I want to tell you guys. No, you don't. You can no, be wrong. You don't. <laughs> you don't have to wait for perfection. You're telling yourself that you have to wait for all of these things. I have to wait until I'm a better speaker. I have to wait until I have the right images. I have to wait until I have more followers. I have to wait until it's perfect. It's all a bunch of bullshit. You don't 100%. have to wait for anything. And so she You become all be, those things in action. Right. You don't become those things in a stagnated position. Right. See, but you'll convince yourself that you're taking action if you're sitting in front of the computer researching, watching other people. You think that you're refining, right. you know, I'm getting ready to, I'm getting ready to. It's like double dutch. You're getting mm -hmm. ready to go in, but you're not. What's happening is all of that stuff that you're consuming and watching and everyone else that you see being perfect is going to stagnate you. It's going to hold you back. And every day it's going to show you that they're getting better because they're showing up and you're not. Yeah. You, and you'll stay yeah. stuck. So this is to my sister, the Boudoir Project. This is <laughs> Talk to about you a guys push. <laughs> that are watching. This is a push to tell you whatever excuses you're making to hide behind, they are just holding you back. You and, don't have to wait for perfection. You don't have to wait for permission. No one's going to come ordain you and just one day tell you that it's the right time. You just have to put one foot in front of the next. And I'll tell you this. This is so important. You guys have to understand this. Confidence is built off evidence. And evidence is built off of action and something you have done that right. you can look at and analyze and say, okay, this is how I'm going to get better. It doesn't come from it, watching. It, it, confidence doesn't, you don't walk outside and confidence just falls on your lap. It is something that is a process of evidence, right? When you think about your life right now, you think about the things that you have accomplished, you have done things that has given you the evidence to say, wow, I was able to do this thing. So that means I could probably do this thing, but I have to just go out in action and I have to make a mistake. Because if you don't move, you don't improve. Right. Like you cannot, and I hope you guys get this, you cannot get better standing still. Right. Like it just doesn't happen. It doesn't work. So me, 10 years ago, I knew that I had to just put one foot in front of the next, right? Then it became out of necessity. 
I said, I shipped this business out into the world, so I got to do the next thing. I got to do the next thing, right? 10 years later, here I am writing a cookbook to share with you guys. I don't know anything about publishing a cookbook, right? Anything. But I do know that I have friends that are willing to help. I do know that I have Google. I do know that I have lots of resources. I have Barnes & Noble. I have everything available in the world for me to find the right people to help me. And for me to figure it out. Yeah. That's what I've learned 10 years in business is that I could really do anything that I'm willing to put the work in for. And and here's the critical thing, because once you'd make that decision to do something like that and you're working on building the confidence to continue to go, it will not be smooth. Right. And here's the thing. It will not go. Oh, my God. Yeah, you finally did it. This is going to be perfect. Because what happens is, is the universe says, okay. This is what you want. This is what you want. So here's your first little test. And this test is designed to continue to improve you. It's almost that notion where it says, I'm not here to hurt you. Mm -hmm. I'm here to heal you, heal you from your fears, heal you from the insecurities that have blocked you, but really move you forward to a place where, hey, you know, you're going to start to see how this thing that you're going to do is going to impact the entire world. However, it doesn't feel good. It does not. That's what I'm saying. I'm not trying to hurt you. I'm trying to heal you. So I'll give you an example. A girlfriend, Drea, she decided to help me find all the stuff to publish, right? So we're researching self-publishing right now. By the time we put in like all of the parameters for the size of the book, the amount of pages, everything that we want in our book, the quote came back for 2000 books, $100,000. And I literally was like, what the actual hell? Right. Who pays $100,000 to self-publish, right? And I literally, you can ask her, I said, this is bananas. I said, we just need to meet the right people, ask the right questions, continue to learn continue to collect information and everything we need is going to come to us. Mm -hmm. I didn't have that belief 10 years ago. Right. I have that belief now because I know that every bad day, bad season of business, bad customer, whatever it was, I, I figured it out. Yeah. Right. So that confidence comes from experience. Mm -hmm. That's all you need to know. So we're going to wrap it up now. I hope that this episode was insightful for you. I hope that we've given you some sort of push. I hope that we've given you some inspiration. Remember the key ingredients in order. Focus on selling something. You need to generate money to be considered a business. Sell one thing to one person you know. Ask someone to buy something. Ask them to buy your shit. Number two, market, network, find other people. Ask to be connected to people that your friends know. Ask people to share, put stuff out there that they want to share. And number three, continue to get better. And you can only get better when you find the confidence to just put one foot out there in front of the next, in front of the next, and everything else will show up for you. Yeah. And those big dreams that you have, and Janelle just articulated, and then I'll say this last thing, is when you start off small and you start to overcome the small things, those small things give you the understanding of how to overcome the big things. Like she said, Hey, I just got a quote to make to write this book over $100,000. And now because I know that in the beginning of the bakery I had all of these barriers and I was able to get through those barriers, I know I can get through this. I'm a hurdle jumper now. Right. <laughs> I am. 
I'm an Olympian hurdle jumper. Well, excuse me. <laughs> so thank you guys for listening to the Push Podcast. We hope this was inspiring. If so, please take the time to rate and review our podcast. It takes you two minutes and then it helps us really understand what topics you guys want to talk about in order to continue to push through and grow through life. Thanks so much. We'll talk to you soon. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Push Podcast. Hey, we want to hear from you. So if you have a question or there's a particular topic that you want us to tackle and you want us to help you push through, you got to do something for us. You got to go to Apple Podcasts and you got to leave a rating and a review. And in that review, go ahead and leave that question with your Instagram handle so that we can shout you out when we actually answer the question. And we'll talk about that on the podcast and make sure that, hey, this particular podcast is made for you. So leave a rating, leave a review. You leave your handle and until next time push through